0: When you come from a place of lack, it's going to cost you more money than it saves you. But when you come from a place of abundance and faith that it all works out in your favor if you do the right things when it comes to monetary decisions, then it's going to rain in abundance for you. I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show. It's another Money Monday here, but we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. All right, so today I'm gonna give you irrefragable eerie- irrefutable proof, easy for me to say, irrefutable proof through a couple of stories that happened to me recently, how having a mindset of abundance will actually make you more money. And having a lack mindset where you kind of nickel and dime everything will actually cost you a lot of money. Now, let me give you context in this story. This house that we have in Arizona, it has been a year long remodel inside and out. And for the outside, that meant tearing the pool out of the backyard, putting down a ton of new like patio pavers, landscaping almost an acre. The backyard is about an acre. Decorative landscaping, you know, adult palm trees and olive trees and potted plants and all of these things. Now, I had two different firms working on this. There was the firm that put the pool in, tore the pool out, and put the the pool in along with the big patio around it. And then there was the landscaping firm that did all the rest of the stuff. Now I'm going to share some numbers with you only so that you can get the context of how it cost one guy money to be cheap and how it made the other guy a lot of money by having an attitude of abundance. Okay, so stick with me here. Don't get lost in the numbers. They're just to drive home the point. So to tear the pool out and put in the beautiful new pool that we have and put all of the, you know, landscape pavers around it and all that stuff, it was about $170,000. Okay. So one guy, pool contractor, $170,000 contract. All of the rest of the landscaping, the turf, the trees, the decorative rock, all the rest of the landscaping that goes around it for about an acre was about 120,000. So pool guy, 170,000, landscape company, about 120,000. Now here's where the story starts to break off. The pool guy forgot to put in, now I use the word forgot. He uses some carefully, the carefully worded version of, well, it wasn't in the contract. Anyhow, he forgot to run the gas to the pool heater in order to get the pool heater to work. Like, hello, basic stuff, Mr. Pool Contractor. There's no way you install this nice of a pool project in a home like this. And don't install the tiny little gas pipe that runs the pool heater. And we're talking just a few feet of pipe. So we go to get in the pool, we go to heat it up and go to turn it on and it's not getting warm. And we call them and we're like, hey man, what's going on? Not getting warm. And he says, oh, that's because we didn't run the gas to the pool heater. That was an option. Wait, 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 wait. On a $170,000 project, you made one of the most common sense things an option? I mean, why would you install a pool heater if you're not going to run the gas to it? So is it shame on me for not reading the contract closer? Maybe, but that's not the point here. The nickel and diming, of something that is so common sense, to not add that in the first place was strike one. But strike two, where coming in and having an attitude of lack instead of an attitude of abundance, strike two was this. He said, I'm happy to come out and run that gas line for about 2,000 bucks. $2,000 to fix something that should have been done in the first place, instead of saying, hey man, so sorry, Even if there was a misunderstanding, I can run out there and and get this thing run, no problem. By the way, it only costs about $500 to actually do. So he made a $500 decision, said it should be about two grand, But the big part of his decision is he decided that he was going to try and charge me for something that should have been included. So I said, hey, you know what? No, thanks. You can stick that where you know where to stick it. I'm going to get someone else to do it. And someone else came out and they're going to do it for about 500 bucks. Now, that's only half the story. But here's what happened next. My neighbors, who also tore down their home next door and were building a beautiful house, they asked me. They said, hey, "Dude, your pool turned out gorgeous." And he did it in a really quick amount of time compared to the other pool contractors around here. Who was it? I would like the referral. Do you know what my answer was? It was, no, you don't want to work with this guy. He's kind of a jerk. He nickels and dimes you. And I feel like he kind of ripped me off. And then I went on to tell them the story. So this guy literally missed out on another big pool contract for a, I think their home next door was like $8 bucks for an $8 million home that could have been massive because he chose to nickel and dime somebody over a $500 fix that should have been included. So that's half the story. That's evidence. That's an example how when you have an attitude of lack, when you're used to nickel and diming in your in your business, in your service, it's not going to make you money having that behavior. It's going to cost you money having that behavior. So now here's a positive example of how to run your business. The landscape company. This guy is awesome. He is kind. He's attentive. He wants to throw in the things that he can throw in. He delivered ahead of schedule. But all of that, that should just be par for the course, right? That's how we should be treating our customers all the time. What he did that impressed me was this. So remember, the landscaping around the pool was about $120,000 project. And when he went to estimate how much decorative rock he needed to put around all the outline of the backyard where all the trees and, and plants and everything were being planted. Remember, it's it's an acre, so it's a lot. And in Arizona here... You don't decorate with grass the way we do in our Wisconsin home or California or anything like that. Because of the the desert situation, you decorate a lot with rocks and hardscape and that kind of thing. So he had estimated that he had to bring in 91 tons of decorative rock. You know, the small rock that you put in like a, a bed or something like that. 91 tons. He estimated the best he could. Well, they finished up the project and there was what looked to be some real bare spots in about the last 10% of the project. So he came to me, he said, hey man, come here, I want you to see this. Look at this over here. You can tell there's a lot of bare spots. We didn't want to thin out the rock, we wanted to do it right. And we are about 10 tons short. Now remember, he already ordered and installed 91 tons of rock. He said, we look to be about 10 tons short. And the next thing out of his mouth blew my mind. He said, that's my mistake. So we're gonna be back on Wednesday with the 10 tons of rock, no cost to you. Not the material, not the labor, nothing, nothing. He said, my mistake, I'm gonna eat that. 10 tons of decorative stone. Now let this sink in. That's not just labor. That's hard cost. He has to go out and buy that rock and truck it over with a dump truck and dump it. and Then his guys have to finish installing it. 10 tons. Now, I don't know what that's gonna cost him. But it's got to be in the thousands. And he's choosing to eat that because he said he wanted to do the right thing by me as a customer. The exact opposite of what the pool contractor did. Now, why is this important? Right now, I have two friends that are building luxury homes here in Scottsdale, Paradise Valley area. You better believe that both of those guys will be getting the strongest recommendation ever to use my landscape company. And knowing that people tend to go with my recommendations, I can darn near say it'll be a slam dunk that he gets those two contracts. Two brand new, huge additional contracts that he's going to get because he went above and beyond and said, hey, man, my mistake, I'm going to cover that extra stone. On top of that, I want to redo our front yard for our Arizona home. And I wasn't sure who I was going to give that contract to. But now after this, after seeing the good work that they did, and after that act of generosity that he that he did you better believe he's getting the front yard contract too i don't know what it'll be but it'll be sizable so that's three jobs that is three large jobs that this guy will get as referrals from me and that's just the start this this guy will be coming out of my mouth left and right for every neighbor that redoes their place for every friend i have that redoes their place This guy will get more work than he knows what to do with because I am a referral machine. It's one of my favorite things to do when I love someone's service. So what's the point to the story? Both of these guys had big projects, big contracts. One guy, the pool contractor, chose to nickel and dime us and deliver subpar service and not cover one of his mistakes, but instead try and charge us. It already cost him one referral on the neighbor's house next door that they're doing. The other side of the coin, the landscaper, he went above and beyond. He made a sizable mistake in estimating the amount of materials. He could have just covered the labor and said, hey, man, if you get the materials, I'll do the rest of the labor for free. But no, he said, I will cover it all. A real hard cost to him and his business. And what's that end result? He's already getting two more referrals plus my front yard. That's three large additional projects. And more to come after that. That right there is the irrefutable evidence that when you come from a place of lack, it's going to cost you more money than it saves you. But when you come from a place of abundance and faith that it all works out in your favor if you do the right things when it comes to monetary decisions, then it's going to rain in abundance for you multiple fold over whatever act of generosity or kind business decision you made. You know, our team has always worked this way. Somebody can't afford the payments on a course they bought. Hey, no problem. We'll forgive it. Don't struggle. Keep the course and pay it forward one day. Someone's having trouble maybe making a mastermind payment. Hey, no problem. We'll give you a couple months breather. We don't need it right now. We'll kick it down the road for you. As these small decisions in your business where sometimes you want to make a decision like, ooh, I don't, I need the money. Ooh, I want to collect the money. Ooh, what if they don't pay? When you go against that fear and you act in abundance, it always comes back to pay you multiple times over. But even if you're a good person that's making bad decisions from a place of lack, it's going to cost you. And the worst part is you don't even know how much it's going to cost you. The pool guy doesn't know that he just missed out on a, a pool contract for an $8 million home next door. It's not like I called him. I'm not vindictive. I didn't call him and say, hey man, this cost you. This is going to cost you. I don't have time for that kind of wasted energy, but it cost him dearly. And the other number of referrals that I could have sent him, it'll, those will cost him dearly too. So the next time in your business that you are faced... With the choice of coming from a place of fear or lack, and you might nickel and dime somebody, or a place of abundance, even if it's tough, because I know it's tough for the landscaper to cover this, come from the place of abundance. Because even if you're not aware of it, abundance creates more abundance, which creates more abundance, which creates that snowball rolling in your favor. And like I always say, when good people like you make good money, they can do. Great things. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. And by the way, speaking of making money, we are teaching you how to monetize your social media even better. Not that we're the experts, we partnered with the expert Shalene Johnson. Everybody knows who she is. Heck, many of you got on that awesome webinar that we did. Well, we got her to work out a special on her program on how to monetize social media she's doing some more free trainings on it if you don't have money to invest and if you have a tiny bit of money to invest she has a permanent not a course not a temporary a permanent solution to help you monetize your social media if you want to check that out go to laurieharder.com forward slash impact again that is laurieharder.com forward slash impact at least go check it out A lot of you have social media that could already be making you two grand, three grand, four grand, ten grand a month, and you don't know it. So go check it out. LoriHarder.com forward slash impact. Thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous,